Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Things are going to start happening to me now. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, August 16, 2022. And this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, Rachel. Day 574 of the Biden-Harris administration, 83 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram, TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, and our Patreon is BobSeskaShow.com. Plus, you can follow Buzz Burbank at Michael J. Elston on Twitter. Link in the description. And look, he's sitting right over there. I'm sorry, okay? I didn't know I couldn't take those home. (laughs) You took the files home again, didn't you? I'm sorry. Your standing order. Damn you and your standing order. <laughs> Misun- it's just a misunderstanding, Bob. Uh, <laughs> hi, everybody. Uh, he's Bob. I'm Buzz. And uh, he's here to return us to sanity. I'm here to return some classified jokes. <laughs> uh, this past week or so has been great for Democrats, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, gas prices down. Mm-hmm. Trump headed to prison. Uh, Inflation Reduction Act, uh, Trump headed to prison. Uh, Great jobs numbers, Trump headed to prison. (laughs) Uh, Trump says he he declassified the documents he stole before he took them to Mar-a-Lago. That's like a shoplifter peeling off the price tag first. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Holy shit, yeah. Uh, Trump pled the Fifth Amendment the other day, uh, 440 times on Friday he pled the Fifth under hours of questioning by New York's Attorney General. And no one, no one was more surprised he could hang in that long than Stormy Daniels. (laughs) Didn't think it possible. (laughs) Republicans, Republicans were tweeting this week, uh, I stand by Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. They may have to when you figure the size of a prison cell. (laughs) Home runs, my friend. (laughs) and, And Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani's been ordered to testify for a grand jury that's investigating election tampering. He tried to fight it, but now Rudy will testify right after a cold shower and a pot of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Brand new Rocky Mountain Mike. I love this one. (laughs) His name was Donnie. He was an ex-prez with yellow freak combed over hair. And a tire, what a spare. He was deranged, day and cuckoo coco. And when he thought he was a star, he got bailed out by Bill Barr. <laughs> and then the FBI, they came and stayed till five. They were feds and they had a warrant who could 
to the top of the list of one of my all-time yeah. favorite Rocky Mountain Mike tracks. Sounds like nice Marion Ann Arbor in there. Sounds like Jody yes. Hamilton in there. I'm not a thousand percent certain on the backup singers, but I'm fairly sure that uh, that's who they are. Nicely Wonderful. done. Yes, Nicely yes. Done. Instant classic. We will be replaying that one. Get ready. Over and over and over again until you're sick of it. Okay. Well, I feel like we're off to a pretty good start here today. So far, so good. You know, what, it's one what of those has things. This, what, what has us in such a buoyant mood, Bob? I, <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I, it was one of those shows where I was telling you before we started that I feel like we're going into today's show and, yeah. I, and I left the stove on. I feel like I'm forgetting something. I went and listed a bunch of things that have been happening over the past three days, and uh, I feel like I didn't list everything. I feel like I'm Bob, missing something. I'm forgetting something. It, it's time to jump into the blender now. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, for example, the nuclear weapons story, yeah. that was from, what, Thursday night? That seems like a million years ago. And yet it's still going. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is a good problem to have. Is that how the maxim goes? It's a good problem well, to I, have? Well, I, I think things are looking up in terms of justice for America. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you look at everything, there were four things, four like four big developments yesterday, mm -hmm. all of them very pleasing to us. And this comes <laughs> in the midst of a bunch of other things that are happening that are very pleasing to us. Yeah. So we're seeing justice. We're seeing uh, uh, progress on the part of our government, thanks to Biden and the Democrats. Uh, there's a lot to be really happy about today. We're not there yet, but God, it looks hopeful. Uh, somebody posted, the, the, the wheels of justice turn slowly, but damn when they do. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. If you feel like committing a crime, Buzz, if you're interested in committing a federal crime. I've thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you did. Yeah. And so I thought, here's some advice for Buzz now that you've decided to uh, violate <laughs> the Espionage Act, commit obstruction of justice, right. maybe destroy documents somewhere along the Whatever. way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first, before you commit that crime... Uh -huh. Announce yourself to be a rival of President Biden, <laughs> because if you're a political rival of the uh -huh. president, you can right. do whatever the hell you want, and Fox Apparently. News is going to defend you. That's how it works, right? right? You got a whole network to back you up. Right? Yeah, and along those lines, I've really been enjoying the conga line of excuses coming from uh, Fox News, coming from Don Jr., coming from Trump himself. Do you have handy the tape of the little boy who's trying to get out a statement? And, yeah, and yeah, he just can't. You, because you could, you that one. As you hear, yeah. as you hear these various excuses that have been given for why Trump took these documents, <laughs> that's what this is going to be. Right. Uh, none of these will fly. As you hear each one of these, realize that's not going to fly. That's not going to fly. Right. That's not going to fly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Just doing this. You, you could. You that, do, that's like the you whole you list. Want, this is yeah. them. You could do that's for right. the last you, week now. You, you, right. You could, you, They've got nothing. Nothing. That's Oh, yeah. he's stealing an old Smothers Brothers bit. I think Tommy would, out of out of frustration, he would say, "You, yeah. you, you. Oh yeah." <laughs> well, first it was the evidence was planted, right? That was right, the first right, thing out of right. the shoot last week, and sure. then contradicting the evidence was planted excuse. Trump declassified the documents by waving his stubby finger over them and anointing them to be declassified because everything. <laughs> 
Everything that Trump touches loses its class. That's what it doesn't work that <laughs> way. What happens, yeah. yeah. Then uh, Trump brought documents to the residents all the time mm-hmm. under this mm-hmm. imaginary umbrella of an alleged standing order, and we found out. Was it two days ago, something like that? John Bolton on Fox News Channel said, there was no stand. I was his national security advisor. There was no such thing as any standing order in the Trump White House. Bolton says he was in meetings where Trump would look at a document and say, can I keep this? (laughs) God damn it. Well, that reminds me of the other excuse from last week coming from Jesse Waters on Fox News Channel. All that was in the basement were golf balls and Oval Office raincoats. You know why? Because Trump's a memento guy. That's right. (laughs) Yes. He's really into mementos Mm -hmm. and has no idea that classified documents aren't mementos. They belong to the government. They should remain top secret. He does not have the power to, as I said, wave his stubby finger over them and make them unclassified at that point. That's just not how the system works. The hostage rescue team thing, that's a brand new one from Don Jr., right? Yeah, yeah. Trump, I guess he was amplifying what his dad thought, and that was the uh, the hostage (laughs) rescue team is what they sent in. You know, along with the 87,000 IRS agents who are armed (laughs) and are going to come to your home. In addition to that, uh, they they sent the hostage rescue team in to get these boxes from Trump. That's uh, patently untrue. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I did some investigating into that thing because Don Jr. seemed really certain that it was the hostage rescue team that the FBI Uh sent in for some reason. (laughs) And the only thing I could find is that there was a guy on Fox News Channel or Newsmax or one of the really fucked up news networks (laughs) who happened to have been a member of the hostage rescue team and he was talking about the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago. So I think what happened was is... got twisted. Yeah, yeah, Trump or Junior, they were, I don't know, high as a kite on Sudafed or whatever the hell it is they do. Or they twisted it intentionally. And you know, uh, Fox and Newsmax are in a section on my cable where they have them all grouped together. Mm -hmm. It's a fucked up news channel. And it's right there. <laughs> Do you really have them all grouped and you've labeled them fucked up <laughs> no, news channels? Oh, okay. no, 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 no. But see, that seems like something that you would do. I know you quite well. <laughs> well I, like, I, I would, actually, yes. I may do that now. <laughs> yes. Uh, plus, we just retreated to yesterday, they stole my passports. Right. Uh, which they gave back. They gave the passports back to Trump. You know, so they, yeah, they weren't stolen. That never they, happens. Yeah. By yeah. the way, when it's time to get a new passport or turn in your passport or whatever, you, you, you always have to turn in the old one. You, you can't keep them. <laughs> yeah. And he said one of them was expired. And then, <laughs> so you're saying you had two valid ones? Why do you have two passports? Uh, you know, and, and I guess, I, you know, I, there's some uncertainty as to whether any were taken at all. I don't think they were taken now. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyway, that's just and, and this is part of the look over here strategy mm-hmm. of uh, Donald Trump and his supporters uh, when they're uh, they know what's happening here. They're just refusing to admit it publicly. Yeah. Well, plus, Donald Trump has aliases that he often uses. John Barron, yes, David right. Dennison. Wasn't that right. one of the ones we heard about from Trump, oh, yeah. Russia, David Dennison? Right. Yeah. So uh, the passport's have been returned uh so thank god for okay. donald trump he's got his passports back i guess You're that's free good to leave news the country yes. yeah, yeah yeah and then ben shapiro yesterday was saying this is a big nothing burger yeah like nothing i mean there's not even real prison it. time and, attached and to you these know things, uh, the thing we always have to remember is as patently untrue as these things are yeah. a, a millions tens of millions maybe hundreds of millions of people believe this yeah uh, they hear it it confirms what they feel in their gut 
whether they have any facts to back it up or not, and they do not. Uh, and and it's it's accepted. So that's the the scary thing about you know we can laugh at how ridiculous the claims are, but mm. a lot of people take this uh, to be the gospel truth and they take yeah. it very seriously. Yeah, they do, and that's the uh, I keep saying this. That's the advantage of having this bubble audience, this uh, easily deceived uh, group of people mm-hmm. who distrust the mainstream press and therefore will accept whatever the hell it is that the celebrity apprentice guy says. One of the most notorious liars and con men in the history of American public life. Yeah, that's the guy. That's their guy. They're totally in on. And and that's yeah, one of the in. crazy aspects of all of this is right. is the the sheer number of people, especially at the top, the inner circle people, Rudy Giuliani, Mark Meadows, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, who are putting their reputations on the line. They're putting their futures on the line in defense of this clown. Now, look, if it was someone of unimpeachable character, you know, JFK types, FDR types, Abraham Lincoln types. You, right. If it was that, I would get it. But we're talking about the scam artist with whatever it was, five bankruptcies and three marriages and, you know, just right. the ongoing, uh, you know, dog and pony show, the relationship with Jeffrey Epstein and grabbing by the pussy and all, I mean, mm-hmm. all of the horrible things. And they're putting their reputations on the line to defend this guy. And the only valid explanation I've seen for that uh, comes from someone on Twitter who said, well, yeah, that's because they're all the same. They're all kind of carved from the same cloth. They recognize themselves in Donald Trump. So therefore, they line up behind or, him. Or, or in Lindsay's case, what he'd like to be. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but it isn't just them. I mean, it is important to point out that those at the top are willing to sacrifice their professional lives for Donald mm-hmm. Trump. But uh, while that's going on, and I think you were talking about this too yesterday on Twitter, is that people are giving up their lives for this guy. Yeah. People have done these these guys uh, who've taken tried to take on the FBI and some of the some of the violence we've seen over the last few days that clearly was directed at the FBI mm-hmm. uh, has not ended well for the individuals who have taken on the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. Uh, guys are dying out there now as they uh, do these one-man fatwas against uh, <laughs> against the federal government. Well said, yeah, yeah. Well, in the meantime, uh, Tucker Carlson was on his show last night after being on vacation all last week uh, mm-hmm. saying that this was all about the Presidential Records Act. And that is not one of the things that generated this search warrant, Tucker Carlson. But, of course, his viewers will all go, yeah, Presidential Records Act, there's... What, it's a little fine or something. There's no real prison term involved in violating the Presidential Record Act. So what's the big deal here? Again, like Ben Shapiro, it's a nothing burger. Well, if you look at the history of Trump scandals, it always goes, uh, I didn't do it. Okay, I did it, but it was legal. (laughs) Okay, it wasn't legal, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. They keep... You, they won't allow themselves to be pinned down on yeah, yeah. any of these things. At least that's that. But that that game is just about run out. Mm-hmm. Uh, justice is catching up with them. Judges are catching up with them. Uh, I, we've we've reached a very difficult and at the same time exciting time uh, to see uh, it seems inevitable that justice is coming now. Yeah, well a big part of this strategy, certainly coming from Donald Trump, is trying to control the narrative. 
as ridiculous as some of the oh, things always. sound in that effort, what right. Trump and his copycats want to do is make sure that we're all talking about their stupid excuses rather than the series of charges, the very real and very serious charges that Donald Trump could face. Donald Trump oh, yeah. personally. I yes. mean, oh, yes. Let's be real about this. It wasn't the Presidential Records Act that generated this search warrant, uh, contrary to what Tucker Carlson was telling his sucker viewers last night. We got three no. criminal statutes that were listed in this warrant that there was probable cause that Trump was in the process of violating. U.S. Code uh, 793, 18 U.S. Code 793. This is the Espionage Act part of this. Gathering, right. transmitting, or losing defense information. That's a 10-year penalty in prison. The Espionage Act is what we're talking about here. Plus 18 U.S. Code 2071. That's concealment, removal, or mutilation generally, which carries a penalty of up to three years in prison and disqualification from holding office. And then, to me, what is the most serious of this? And you think, oh, my God, the Espionage Act isn't the most serious one? Well, this is neck and neck Wait, in, more. in yes. seriousness. Yeah, this is 18 U.S. Code 1519, which is destruction, alteration, or falsification of records in federal investigations and bankruptcy, carries a penalty of up to 20 years in prison. This is the obstruction mm -hmm. of justice or the potential obstruction of justice charge. And that's the one that's going to sneak up behind Donald Trump. It's going to sneak up behind Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro wow. and Dan Bongino and Jesse Waters and Greg Gutfeld, all the rest of I them. And they're not even looking at that, and then suddenly they and their viewers are going to go, what? Yeah, yeah. what the hell was that? Did someone just smack me in the head? For, did I just get sucker punched with this? No, it's right there in the search warrant. It was released last week. I, we know it. I want, I want to circle back to a question about uh, Trump in prison. Yeah. But in, in the meantime, uh, I, the, I can't underscore enough the importance of the events of yesterday. Uh, particularly at the at, let's take the Manhattan DA for example where you know we don't exactly know what's going on there we know that uh, Weisselberg seems to have negotiated himself a sweet plea deal yes. where he gets like maybe five months or a hundred days or something in a in a nice uh, prison you know not, <laughs> not your usual in one of the country yeah. club prisons and that he doesn't have to testify uh, because and, and because he's, he's I don't know if he pleaded the fifth but he can't now that he's uh, now that he's copped to this guilty plea, now that he's made agreed to plead guilty yeah. uh, for a light sentence, uh, he can no longer plead the fifth. So uh, any future court proceedings, he can't because it's all, his yes. guilt has already been established. So he can't incriminate himself beyond uh, his guilty plea. He's already guilty. Mm -hmm. So now he can be forced to testify, and maybe that's what Weiselberg wanted. You know, maybe this gets Weiselberg the deal he wanted. But this is progress, and what it tells us, and, and, and it, I'll have to turn to Georgia and tell you what all of this tells us. Uh, Georgia yesterday, seeing the, uh, the subpoena of... Uh, Lizzie Graham being upheld by a judge, yeah. uh, seeing Rudy Giuliani's subpoena being enforced and him being told he's a target of the investigation. If Giuliani's a target of the investigation, then so is or will soon be Donald Trump because those two are joined at the hip in this. Anything Rudy did, Donald knew. And anything 
uh, Donald wanted Rudy knew. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if Rudy is the target of a criminal investigation, then so is or soon will be Donald Trump. Yes, and with the Alan Weisselberg thing with the Manhattan yeah. DA, that's right. Alvin Bragg. I, I remember like a month ago, maybe it was two months ago, right. losing track of time in the Probably fire too. hose of news, of course. But we were all rending our garments over the fact that there was that Alvin Bragg was backing away from one of the investigations. Well, mm-hmm. Alvin Bragg doesn't appear to be backing away from this investigation investigation, which could actually end up taking down the Trump organization. This is a criminal yes. investigation involving Alan Weisselberg. And now there's a new development where they found a whole tranche of tax documents in the basement of one of Trump's lawyers. Cool. Yeah. And this involves, I think, Matthew Calamari, Matty the Squid. That's his mob name. Uh, I'm making that up. or everyone's, like everyone's been making that up. Let's say it's real. Yes. So this is a fascinating development. It's like the trash compactor walls in Star Wars slowly closing in on Donald right. Trump. And there's no 3PO up there with, the, with R2 ready to stop it. That's not going to happen. This is going to continue to close in. We've got Fulton County. we got the Matt. Manhattan DA. We've got Letitia James. Then you got the grand jury in D.C. investigating right. the document theft. And see, the whole thing with the document theft is it's ultimately not really about the document theft because there right. is something else that's going on in that context mm-hmm. that we now have videotape footage of. That Mar-a-Lago turned over to the FBI, which is turning it over to the grand jury. Security video. Yeah, security video. Apparently of people carrying boxes from one place to another. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So we're going to see where that that goes. The point of all this is that uh, this is very real now for Donald Uh Trump. Donald Trump has to be scared now. He has to know people are flipping on him. Uh, People are being forced to testify against him. Uh, the walls are, as you said, closing in. So yeah. let's say, and I think this is a fair prediction. Let's say Donald Trump is convicted and is convicted, is tried and convicted for for any of these serious crimes, mm-hmm. and and all the ones you've mentioned are just as serious as all the others, really. Yeah, uh, and we, we it, it would be better to get him on something big, uh, but but all of these are prosecutable, and I, and I think he will be, and I think he'll be convicted. So now, it's time to take him to prison. Yeah, is the Secret Service a problem? Well, maybe. That's one of the concerns that I've had. In fact, we talked about that a little bit on Thursday's show, and Jody had a pretty good suggestion. I don't know if it's a practical one, but it was one that kind of makes sense, and that is to deputize a couple of prison guards who've maybe gone through a security clearance or something like that and have them become sort of de facto Secret Service agents to protect Trump. Hmm. Or maybe a prison cell that's sort of... (laughs) I saw this one on Twitter. It's sort of like the Hannibal Lecter prison cell in that art museum in the middle of uh, Silence of the Lambs where he's just held there and uh, he's kept by himself. Maybe that is in the offing. I don't know. Uh, And that's a really good question. And I I wonder if we'll eventually see the answer to that. I wonder if he'll maybe end up getting one of those ankle bracelets and he'll have to yeah, stay at Bedminster yeah. or something like I, that as a I, house I arrest? I think the, sec- the Secret Service can be expected to say, no, that's uh, prison is not doable for our agent. Or yeah, for, yeah. We're not going to deputize. And I don't think the Republicans would like it. You know, and <laughs> we, we, we told a couple, of these, a couple of these Yahoo prison guards that they're now Secret Service agents. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that may not fly. The Secret Service itself uh, probably wouldn't uh, stand for that. So I, I think maybe it's going to be a, a form of house arrest. 
arrest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, involving uh, the bracelet and the whole thing. And here's here's my bigger concern. I'm not as concerned about the Secret Service thing as I am about the possibility that a Republican gets elected in 2024 and then pardons Donald Trump on January 20th, 2025. That's mm-hmm. my biggest concern in all of yeah. this. And that's what yeah. should give speed to this process. I hope that... Um, and certainly you don't want to rush the process, but you want to bear that in mind. You want to bear in mind the fact that the Joe Biden administration, for one reason or another, could end up coming to an end on January 20th, 2025, at which time, if it's a Republican who replaces him, irrespective of who that might be, and if if the charges are light enough that are pardonable and that president can get away with that. I mean, there may be something on this videotape. There may be something that we learn in the process of this trial that makes Donald Trump absolutely a third rail, totally toxic for even Republicans to bother to try to pardon. We we keep thinking that. We thought when when all this talk of treason uh, came up, uh, stealing these documents and and possibly exposing them to foreign governments. Mm. We don't know that part yet for sure, but it's a a decent guess. Um, We thought, okay, well, now the Republicans will. No, no, they're not coming around on this either. It's become obvious that no matter how high this goes, I mean, I do think some will fall off. I really do. But, uh, man, there are some high-profile people who are in this, as you pointed out, to the very end. And uh, it's just, man, I I can't imagine where that might ultimately be headed. It's very concerning. Well, if he maybe sold or traded some of these documents to the Saudis, for example— that might be a difficult climb right. for a Republican president to to pardon. You know, it just I, it, I that seems that like a case. yeah, that seems like a otherwise, step too far. I may be underestimating their their absolute brazenness when it comes to these things. But. Well, it, you know, they they keep defying our expectations. Uh, no, I think your your fear of what will happen with a Republican president in twenty five is very uh, realistic. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think that's very likely what would happen, which again underscores the importance of Democrats uh, winning. Uh, not only in 24, but uh, this year, now in 22. And uh, some very, very good news on that front. Uh, The numbers are looking much better for Democrats now. In some cases, uh, we have the lead. Uh, We are at the very least tied with them in most cases. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is we can do this if we will get off our asses and do it. And now uh, polls show that uh, voter motivation among Democrats is now equal to, it hasn't been until now, but it's now equal to what the Republicans, uh, their motivation level. So it's up to us to go a little higher. We got to go, or a lot higher, would be great because then we could crush this thing for good, but but we've got to exceed that. We we've but we've got a real chance now. As we were saying last week, we have a real opportunity, and this is the only way to prevent these terrible things from happening. Yeah, yeah. And going back to the uh, Saudi thing for a second before we move on, I want to mention this story that goes back to February of 2019, uh-huh. and uh, I want to underscore before I mention this particular story from ABC News and some other reporting of the time that it's okay to speculate what Trump may have done on top of what we already know. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's fine. Just don't get married to some of the wild speculation. I'm not talking to you in particular, Buzz. I'm just saying in general, sometimes uh-huh. we do that. It certainly happened oh, sure. during the Trump-Russia investigation where mm-hmm. there was lots mm-hmm. of speculation and we kind of went way out on a limb in some cases. And, and we I, don't have to because we've already got enough. Yes, exactly. But in this case, there's a story that uh, dropped in February of 2019 
And the headline from ABC News was whistleblowers sounded alarm about nuclear deal pushed by Trump advisors, colon mm-hmm. report. Mul- multiple whistleblowers sounded alarms about a plan backed by uh, uh, advisors to Trump to transfer mm-hmm. sensitive nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia, according mm-hmm. to a new report released by House Oversight Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings, the late Elijah Cummings. Yes. Uh, House Democrats, who have been examining this issue for months, said they plan to investigate whether people close to Trump sought to profit by using White House connections to gain federal approvals. And so this all involves something that we're kind of talking about right now. And then and then Jared got $2 billion from the Saudis for we don't know why. Yes, yes. And so Trump was caught with classified nuclear documents. That, it's probably all coincidence, Bob. I don't... <laughs> but, but, yeah. but you're right. We, right. You know, it's, it's, it's dangerous to get our uh, hopes up, to get our expectations up. Uh, this may not be the case. Uh, it sure looks like it to me. But, but, but it, 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 we've got enough already. That's the important yeah. thing. We've got enough serious evidence of the most serious crimes here that, uh, yeah, we need to know the truth and the whole truth, but Mm -hmm. we already have enough to prosecute successfully. Yeah, and I'm not sure what Fox News has to gain or what their audience has to gain by misleading people about what these charges actually are. The, the Fox audience wants to be assured that everything's okay with, with Donald Trump, and, and Fox is happy to do that because Fox is afraid of what will happen if they don't. Yeah. Fox is afraid of what will happen if they start reporting the truth. Mm-hmm. So they will make stuff up if they have to to keep that base, that Trump base, happy. Yes, they will. And they're eventually going to get blindsided. They will. They'll get smacked. As I said before, they'll get smacked in the back of the head by this news when it actually dropped. And maybe that'll generate some sort of new conspiracy theory about it or whatever. It just And then uh, they'll be back to DeSantis at that point. But. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I wonder what Ron DeSantis is thinking, speaking of Ron DeSantis. Well, he, I think he loves to see Trump go down, and he's doing a great job of, of appealing to Trump's base. So he's he's well-positioned to step in. I First, he's going to have to get reelected governor, and... Uh, and, you know, I, he has the lead in most polls or did the last time I looked. <laughs> I'm excited to report that as of this morning, at least one poll here in Florida, one reliable poll, has a Val Demings four points ahead of Marco Rubio. <laughs> yes. So uh, th- these are very encouraging things. And I know similar things are going on in other states. Uh, the Republicans have pulled their funding from Wisconsin. Oh, I'm trying to remember. So from at least three states. And wow, they've given up. One of them. They've given up on Ron Was, Johnson, huh? Yeah, and Pennsylvania. They pulled their money out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Uh, and there was one other, I can't remember if it was Nevada or Arizona, I don't, I don't remember, but one of those. Yeah. Uh, so they see the writing on the wall. Uh, there's talk that this red wave that we've been hearing so much about is going to be more of a ripple. Uh, the Republicans, at where we are right now, Republicans may still take the House. Uh, it's up to us to turn that around if we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, the rest of the picture is looking very good. You mean to say Bill Maher might have been wrong Friday night when he said that this is going to benefit Donald Trump? <laughs> right. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I, I don't remember the last time Bill Maher was right about something. Oh, my God. The lack of knowledge in terms of what is the rule of law. And mm. the rule of law means the law gets top priority. That's what that means. It doesn't mean that if you whine enough, that gets top priority. Or if your followers get better bellicose enough that takes top priority or if you know the person suspected of committing crimes happens to be an ex-president who has a history 
of malfeasance. Uh, That doesn't take precedence either. The rule of law rules. That's the way that goes. And it's shocking that after, you know, how many years of Donald Trump being on, seven years of Donald Trump being on the political stage this time around, that we still don't understand what the rule of law means. Or I should say some of us don't understand what the rule of law means. It's can staggering. You believe, can, yeah. can you believe we've been doing this for nearly seven years, talking about Trump now? <sighs> and isn't it sad, isn't it terribly, yeah. terribly sad that Joe Biden's accomplishments, uh, just over the last couple of weeks, but certainly over the last yeah. two years, dust any previous president. Oh, yeah. He, he's ranked best in so many categories now, mm-hmm. uh, despite what his numbers may say. Yeah. And I think those are coming up as well. But uh, despite that, uh, he, his accomplishments are, they're like the third or fourth story down at least because of uh, Trump is at the center of our attention once again. Mm-hmm. And, and still, uh, we're still not free of him. And I think the voters are tired of it. I'm, maybe voters on both sides. Uh, but but I, I know enough people are, are, are thinking, well, gee, we elected Joe Biden so the madness would stop. But the madness did not stop. So, you know, we need to do more. Uh, but we don't, we don't, so we'll vote Democratic because we're, we're tired of this. We want this to, to quiet down, to shut yeah. down. Yeah. And, uh, and hopefully it does. But can you believe how long we've been centered on this guy? Oh, I know. And I guess the one silver lining in that is the fact that he no longer has access to the nuclear codes. Or Twitter. Yeah, or Twitter. <laughs> and by the way, did you notice last week he did a little zinger joke uh, with his fundraising emails, where he sent out a fundraising email. I forget if it was Save America Pack or whatever the hell it was. And it basically said the text was, here are the nuclear codes. And then he typed in a series of numbers, and then it was the fundraiser button right below that. Ha, 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 ha. Donald Trump and comedy are like uh, oil and water. They just they just don't mix. And that's- He never laughs. <laughs> He never no, laughs. He never I, laughs. I, I think it would be fun to point this out to Trump supporters. Yeah. Have you ever seen him laugh? Right. Ever. Yeah. And ever. The, and the only time he comes close is when he's bullying or teasing right. someone, and he'll do a, <laughs> he'll do one of those. He'll just maybe a little bit of a, <laughs> yeah. But has anyone and ever seen him laugh? And if that isn't a sign of mental illness, I don't know what <laughs> I, is. I, know. I, I just think it would be fun to point that out to Trump supporters. Yeah. Have you ever seen him laugh? I know. I know. Well, I want to get into, uh, you're mentioning Biden's list of successes. I want to get into that here uh, in yeah, a few minutes. Good. Plus, we have a top five list coming we up. Do. Yeah, we do. yeah. So that and a whole lot more. Obviously, lots more things when it comes to the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago and mm-hmm. the DOJ slash grand jury investigation into Trump, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am so here for it. Okay. <laughs> if you're only listening to the free portion of the Bob Seska Show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show, you're only hearing the first hour. There's an additional 20 minutes, by the way, of show after the end credits roll at the end of every Tuesday and Thursday episode. You're missing and- it. Yeah, and it's all happening on our Patreon page. That's where you get it. If you're missing it, you can get it on our Patreon page. Of course, I'm talking about the Shadow Docket podcast, patreon.com slash Show or simply bobseskashow.com. It's a completely unfiltered, commercial-free continuation of all the fun and news, and it's only going to cost you pennies per episode. The Shadow Dockets drop every Tuesday and Thursday after the free shows, and they're only going to cost you $5 per month. Plus, bonus, you'll be supporting this fully independent podcast, and we thank you for that. So don't miss out. Again, that's BobSuskaShow.com. Bookmark it, send it to all your friends, and we thank you in advance.
Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska. This is one of the best. This is the bitter elegance. And a song called It's Our Time. Yep. Thebitterelegance.com. Link in the description under this episode at bobseska.com. Also, bobseska.com slash music to submit your music to the show. I smell a hit. Yeah. I smell a hit there. That's a great one. This is a fantastic one. The Bitter Elegance is one of the best we've been playing uh, this band since the very beginning. And I uh, can't get enough. So please go and support The Bitter Elegance. You'll be glad you did. Get these records in your record collection now. Get going. All right. So let's see. Oh, you know what? We have a top what? five list. Top five. Yes. Top five time. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The top five other things Trump stole from the White House besides top secrets. Number five, all the Sharpies. <laughs> Number four, ketchup. Number three, Tasteful nude photos of Lindsey Graham. Number two, 200 rolls of toilet paper. And the number one other thing Trump stole from the White House, the presidential Viagra. (laughs) Wow, never leave home without it. Never leave Mar-a-Lago without it. Like, damn it. How did he get all the way to Bedminster without this? None of those were terribly surprising except for the Viagra. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> All right. Excellent. So moving along here. Uh, yes. Let's talk about uh, Biden's list of successes so far. And then I want to get back oh, yeah. into uh, the the raid and the ramifications of the raid, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there was this graphic that uh, Aaron Rupar posted yesterday from MSNBC. And I wanted to call attention to this because... I feel as though if you're not retweeting shit like this on Twitter or sharing it on right. Facebook or whatever, you don't get to complain about Democratic messaging, okay? Mm-hmm. So, true. yes, because this is the real deal here. This is the message. There's a list of successes here, and it's not even really 
all of them, but no. it's a it's a nice the highlights. It's the high yeah, it's a nice highlight reel of of Biden's big wins, as it's called here on MSNBC. This is uh, from Morning Joe, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. President Biden's big wins: the Inflation Reduction Act, the Check. Chips Act, the right. Pact Act, bipartisan mm-hmm. gun law. That's a giant one. Uh, he killed Al Qaeda leader uh, Ayman Al Zawahiri. Gas prices are falling. I think it's the 63rd straight day the gas prices have That's come correct. down. Yes. Huge jobs numbers. We continue to add jobs and uh, with that low unemployment. Uh, the confirmation of Justice Katanji Brown Jackson is another big deal. Leading support for Ukraine. Don't forget that uh, Joe Biden did lead the way as far as punishing Russia and helping Ukraine in this war. Yes. Expansion of NATO. We now have two new member uh, nations in NATO. Amazing. Uh, The American Rescue Plan, the bipartisan infrastructure law, still more dings. The Senate negotiating uh, an update to the Electoral Count Act. That is underway. So that's a a pretty big list for someone who's only been president for a year and a half. (laughs) Yeah, and nice. he's even made progress with this impossible Congress. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's gotten deals through that uh, nobody thought could, could even happen. Everybody mm-hmm. thought we should try and uh, try. He and, and the Democrats in Congress did and, and succeeded. This list, as I said earlier, dusts the records of every other president in terms of the economy, yeah. uh, certainly. Uh, and and in number, just the sheer number of things that have been accomplished here, and it's just it's so hard to see why uh, his numbers are as they have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just I, I don't understand it. Uh, uh, things are absolutely getting better, and and maybe it just takes a while for the the curve, the public opinion curve, to catch up with with everything else. But uh, I, I think we're we're making some progress in that area. But Bob's absolutely right. Uh, we complain, uh, so many of us, about democratic messaging, and there's something very simple you could do, and I've asked for it before, and not just for me, but for uh, anybody anybody you see on Twitter who, mm-hmm. who makes sense, who, who is, you know they're telling the truth, and it makes sense, and they've delivered a good message. Maybe they've put it cleverly, or maybe they've you know uh, included facts that, that you think people should know here's how you amplify the democratic message. You retweet them. You don't just click like and keep scrolling. Uh, that doesn't help anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, amplify all of the people who are saying the things that you want to say. Yeah. Uh, and, and we all need to do that. Yeah, and I was saying on uh, Hal Spark's show last week that we have a party where there are 82 million chefs in the kitchen. In fact, I've said this on this show many, many times. 82 million chefs. We all think we know exactly what the Democratic Party is doing, and there's really no cohesive intention from Democratic Party supporters, for example, liberals, Mm -hmm. the left in in general. And so consequently, we have a hard time sharing shit like this, also because if we do... We're accused of shilling for the Democratic Party, cheerleading for the Democratic oh, Party. Oh, I'm way, I've sailed past that. That used yeah. to be a concern of mine. I, I don't care. Uh, I'll, I'll shill all day long. <laughs> yeah. uh, it has to be done. We all have to do it. Well, I understand that some people still have that concern because they go into their mansions and they see people like Cenk Uger and others saying, hey, why are you such a cheerleader? Why are you such a cheerleader for the Democratic Party? And it's just, well, it's not about that. 
It's about understanding the dynamic of our elections here. And if the Democrats lose, that means the Republicans win. And when the Republicans win, well, we know what happens then. We know that they will barricade the door and not leave office, passing horrible laws, ostracizing and alienating uh, LGBTQ people, black people, women on down the line. You know, the whole list of horror shows, for God's sake. It's either the Democratic Party or that. And if you don't want that... You have no choice but to vote for the Democrats and to support the Democrats and to hope the Democrats win. I have no particular loyalty to any political organization. Same here. I have a loyalty to the concept of winning and the side that is the most virtuous and comes closest to my values. I hope that's the side that wins. Boiled down. That is the essence of where my loyalty is. That's that's the essence of where my cheerleading I, I is. Will, yeah. I will I will I will shill for the Democrats if it in any way keeps the Republicans from holding power because I know what yep. I don't want. Mm-hmm. Are the are the Republican are the Democrats great? Are they perfect? But the Republicans you don't want that. You these this is the party that bans books that infringes yeah. on the rights of women and gays and blacks and and Latinos. Uh, this is a, a party of oppression. And, and taking away your freedoms and taking away your votes. And, and then there are the Democrats. And say what you will about the Democrats, but yep. they're not that. Mm-hmm. And that is what I'm voting against. Right, right. So uh, that may be another factor, by the way, if I can insert this, another factor in uh, Democratic motivation is uh, even though Trump is not running in 22, he's the the election is about him. Mm -hmm. And that, too, will and can help uh, Democratic voters be motivated to the polls. Yeah, we have to, I think, in this process, recenter, refocus where our politics are, because the trajectory of our politics right now it's it's traveling in a direction that leads to what I think is disaster. And yeah. and there have been some things that have happened over the past year, certainly over the past month or so, that have been encouraging and may mm-hmm. end up forestalling that eventuality or yes. maybe sidestepping it entirely. And mm-hmm. so what we want to do is keep that momentum rolling as best we can. And obviously knowing uh, realistically that it's almost impossible to keep that kind of momentum rolling in perpetuity, there are going to be some setbacks along the way but But. i think it's imperative that we do what we can to make sure that fill in the blank civil war or some sort of political you know spate of political violence that begins to worsen and worsen and worsen until there's a civil war we're not headed in a good direction or at least we know we 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 keep hearing and seeing news that leaves our mouths agape we Mm -hmm. we we can't believe and and my wife and i look at each other occasionally and uh but only occasionally. Uh, but but we look at each other occasionally and and say, can can you? Did you ever think when you were in school, when you were a kid in grade school, that uh, the world would be like this? Did you yeah. ever think? No, no, it spun out of control. And and although it sounded melodramatic at first, uh, it is true. We are very close to losing democracy. We never thought it would happen. We never thought it could happen. A lot of us still don't think it could happen. And maybe it won't happen, as Bob just said. Maybe we can save it. But everybody needs to know just how close we are to that precipice. Yeah, and bear in mind, once again, not to belabor the point, but what we're sandbagging against here are people like, uh, obviously, Donald Trump and and things like this. Dumbness like this, for example. Trump is now calling for the immediate release of the unredacted affidavit, which is the document that 
the judge uh, who signed off, the magistrate judge who signed off on this warrant, wrote up in response to the FBI's request. And now this details why the judge felt there was probable cause that these three statutes that we listed earlier involving espionage, involving obstruction of justice, et cetera, that Donald Trump was in the process of committing those crimes. Right. That's the document that Donald Trump wants released. And I don't know if he realizes what's going to be in there, because what they're seeing is if the affidavit is released, then it's going to reveal the names of people that Donald Trump's disciples can dox and intimidate. Right, and some of them are Donald Trump's disciples, I suspect. Right. Uh, there's the expressed concern is that their <coughs> reputations would be at stake. Yeah. Well, you have to ask yourself with whom, you know, in, in whose eyes would their reputation uh, be at stake. But uh, look at what happened here. The, the news media forced the Justice Department's hand on this. Mm. Uh, the Republicans were whining... Transparency, transparency. Trump even says, in, in the interest of transparency, release this affidavit. And as Bob just said, you can't do yeah. that because it's going to squirrel the whole investigation. Right. Because it's going to give away the names of witnesses and the methods that the Department of Justice is using to conduct its investigation and the grand jury. And uh, that can't be done. It isn't done in any investigation. It, it couldn't and shouldn't and hopefully won't be done in this one. But there, that's what the Republicans and Trump were whining for. The news media, the Washington Post, NBC, uh, Scripps Newspapers, and CNN, I think, was the fourth one, went to court uh, to ask the judge, in this case, to release the affidavit. Now, the judge can... Uh, release the affidavit, can refuse to release the affidavit, or the judge can now hold a hearing mm. and hear the Justice Department argue uh, why it doesn't want this released and hear the news media argue why it does want these things released. Uh, I, I, I kind of think the Justice Department is going to win out on this and the, the news media will lose. But now that the news media took this to court, it forced the Justice Department to come out with a public answer <laughs> as to why they can't, won't, shouldn't release that uh, affidavit for yeah. the raid. Uh, and and so uh, that didn't have to happen, but it did. And now that the Justice Department has said, no, we don't want to release the affidavit, that's given the Republicans even more fuel uh, to say, aha, they're covering up. Yes. Uh, and, and so uh, that's where we are. And uh, thanks, news media, uh, Washington Post uh, and uh, NBC and, and Scripps for for forcing uh, the Justice Department's hand on that issue. Uh, I, I think the judge will rule in their favor. Yes, and here's where it get, it may get interesting from a strategy point of view, at least coming from the DOJ right. uh, and the FBI, of course. And that is Merrick Garland, between the time it came out that there was the raid, which was last Monday, and the uh -huh. time that Merrick Garland stepped up to a podium and spoke on Thursday, that yes. was uh, several days of... Merrick Garland giving Donald Trump and Fox News Channel and the Republicans a whole ton of rope to hang themselves with. <laughs> and there was a, that nice gap of time before the warrant was released and all the rest of it for all of them to twist themselves into knots and come up with ridiculous excuses, some of which we read at the top of the show. Right. And strategically, it, it, that was it, a beautiful thing to observe, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. it was. It yeah. was that stuttering boy. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> you, you, could, you do... For, you you Three days. You, you yes, can and do more. So. You, it continues you, now. You, 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 you want, you want to... I love that. Um, so now it may be happening again with the affidavit, and I'll explain. It seems like the Justice Department might be... Uh, 
what do you say? How do you put this? Might be allowing Trump and Lindsey Graham and Fox News to just to spend a bunch of days yelling, release the affidavit, release the affidavit. We want to see the affidavit. Give us the affidavit. Show us the affidavit for mm. days and days and days <laughs> and make sure they are fully on the record. Make sure that they have wrapped their arms and legs around the concept of releasing the affidavit. Right. And then if it finally, like a redacted version, for example, of the affidavit drops, because of course yeah. they'll redact the uh, methods and sources from the They have to. Dog. Yeah. yeah. But the rest of it will be there, and the rest of it is going to fuck Donald yeah. Trump. It's going to be damning. <laughs> it's it's going to be very damning. Yes, yeah. it's hard to relate how badly it's going to screw over Donald Trump. And uh, But what maybe Merrick Garland is doing here is giving them more rope. Here, here, have yeah. some more well, rope. Yeah. I, I hope we've learned our lesson not to underestimate him. I Again, I yeah. see it's very quiet out there in Garland critic land. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Garland critics have gone quite quiet in the last week, yeah. uh, and, and rightly so. Uh, he was doing something all along, and you were just mad because you didn't know about it. But now <laughs> you know how serious Garland is about this, and, yeah. and of course, uh, Trump land knows how serious Garland is as well. Right. And Mary Trump said uh, last week, and I, I keep repeating this because it's really insightful. And, yeah, you know, yeah. it's our friend Mary Trump. She yes. said that her uncle is so preoccupied with heuristics, the appearance of people, whether they're, right. you know, from central casting and they have a cool name or something like that. Right. He's oh, yeah. really into that. And so consequently, he looks at uh, Merrick Garland, who's soft spoken and diminutive and uh-huh. thinks, Oh my God! I can steamroll this guy. Yes, he's right. a he's, he's a weak, weak, soft, low energy guy. Even some Democrats were saying that about yes. him just because he's diminutive, right? Which is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy took down what Timothy McVeigh for fuck's sake. What does he have to do to prove himself? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is it. I mean, this is the the proof yeah. is in the past yeah. week or so that yeah. well, Merrick Garland means business, and not Absolutely. just in terms of his prosecution of this but also into his investigation leading to a prosecution etc but it's also the pr strategy behind it which i talked about in in the context of last week and what he may be doing with the affidavit now so please keep screaming for the affidavit red hats please please bring it on screw yourselves a little more keep doing that you know it's like i compared on twitter i compared it the other day to a, a bunch of guys who think that they can just ram their body into the door and break down the door. Mm-hmm. But all they're doing is running into the door and dislocating their shoulders. Right. <laughs> Collapsing yeah, in a yeah. heap on the ground in front of the door. <laughs> that's exactly what they keep doing well, over and, and over again. And, and, and I hope that's how it turns out here. Yeah. Uh, it just... They will seize, uh, having failed with all of those excuses you listed. Yeah. Uh, they, they then that now they're onto this. They latch onto whatever they can find, whatever mm-hmm. uh, you know, a buoy, a life preserver they can find. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, make hay out of that. Mm-hmm. So their latest uh, cause is uh, the release of this affidavit. Before that, it was the release of the warrant. What are they gonna want next? Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, they they want it all, obviously. They because they're always going to find something to complain about something to to latch on to and to try to make the democrats look bad here's another thing the longer this goes and the longer they keep making these excuses the more they're contradicted by 
further news. And we have one of the latest bits of news that dropped, I believe it was a couple days ago, about how Donald Trump's lawyer may have lied to the FBI, which is bad. See also Mike Flynn bad. Lying to the FBI, not good, as Donald Trump would say, not good. At least one lawyer for Trump signed a written statement back in June asserting that Mm -hmm. all material marked as classified and held in boxes in storage at Mar-a-Lago had been returned to the government for people and with knowledge of the documents. The, the raid proved that to be untrue. Whether the <laughs> right. lawyer know, knew it or not uh, is yet to be determined, I suppose. But but he he swore to something that, uh, as it turns out, wasn't true. That's exactly right. Oh, my God. And by the way, don't believe Donald Trump's cool the temperature bullshit. No. Be- because In he, fact, I took it as a threat. Oh, yeah. He said this in the context of continuing to foment the conspiracy theories and the reasons why his people now are so bellicose and we've got these attacks. There's another guy, Pennsylvania man, was charged today with threatening to kill FBI personnel. So Mm -hmm. it goes on and on and on. But in this case, Mm -hmm. yeah, Trump said the country is in a very dangerous position. And what he doesn't say in that context is because of me. Is what, right. That's why right. we're in a where, very dangerous where, where and how did he say that? Where did that quote come from? Do you know? Uh, Fox News Digital. Okay. Fox News Digital. Um, he also wrote a letter to Merrick Garland. Trump wrote a letter to Merrick Garland and, and said, a lot of people are very angry. And, and to me, that's a threat. Yeah, it is a threat. To yes. the attorney general who's prosecuting him. Right. So dumb, dumb, dumb. That. Keep an eye on that, too. <laughs> that goes into the file. <laughs> uh, yeah, once again, not good. It is not yeah. good. Another dislocated shoulder, yes. (laughs) Yes. I love imagining that. Like Don Jr. getting a whole head of steam and running at full bore right up to the door, bashing into it, and just falling down into a clump on the ground. I I don't think it would be hard. I think think he would go down easily. (laughs) He said, Donald Trump said, there is tremendous anger like I've never seen before over Mm -hmm. all of the scams and this new one, years of scams and witch hunts and now this. And then he said... uh, that he will do whatever he can to help the country, adding that the temperature has to be brought down. But you just don't say the temperature has to be brought down and continue to raise the temperature. Right, 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 because he's still calling it a scam, and he's still so he's still firing them up. He was saying people are very angry about... Uh, they're feeling that they were cheated. It's a warning. It's a threat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, you know, and what was the last line to turn down the temperature? Well, there are a couple of ways to do that. One, you know, he could come clean and, and, and you know, prove everybody wrong. Or uh, they could stop the investigation, which is what he really wants. That's how yeah. he wants the temperature turned down. He wants the temperature turned down on the people who who are angry because they were scammed. And, and mentioning those people in that context is a warning and a threat. So uh, earlier in the show, you mentioned the IRS thing uh, and the 87,000 new yes, that IRS workers. That they continue yeah. to perpetuate. Right. I want to talk about that from the perspective of uh, dangerous talk. You know, talking, okay. you know, in the context of Donald Trump saying, uh, bring down the temperature. Well, no one's yeah. listening to him, the least of all Fox News Channel. Brian Kilmeade was endangering IRS workers. And congressional Republicans doing the same. Yes, yes. And no apology whatsoever from Fox no. News Channel over this. And this is uh, near and dear to my heart right here. It's a weird thing yeah. to say when it comes to the I IRS. But <laughs> I'll talk about all of that and uh, and more. We've Plus, we've got some good COVID news coming up here in just a second. Ah. Yeah, all that and more still to come on today's show. Back after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. Wireless. That's the word river and then W-H-Y-L-E-S-S. River Wireless. Song called uh, Fast Like a Match. It's a brand new single from their new album, Monoflora. Riverwireless.com, link in the description. We're going to be hearing from uh, River Wireless a lot more on the show, I think. Yeah. Can't wait to play more songs from this album. BobSuska.com slash music to submit. Thank you. Okay. Getting back into things here in our big uh, Tuesday show. Where do we leave off? So, uh, let's see. Oh, yes, I want to talk about the IRS a little bit. And, you know, it's a weird thing to say, Buzz, but I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the IRS because my right. parents met while both working for <laughs> the IRS in Washington, D.C. And, in fact, shocking, my mom worked there and was not an agent this is all to lead into what I think are one of the most dangerous uh, series of attacks, uh, one of the most potentially violent series of attacks to come out of Fox News in a long time. And that's in the context of all the attacks aimed at FBI agents, for example. Right. right. So in this context, though, we're talking about the Inflation Reduction Act, which will be signed by Joe Biden any day now, or has it already been? I think it's... I think today is the day. Okay, gotcha. I, I haven't gotten a bulletin that it's happened yet, but yes, today's oh, the day. Also, by the way, today is the Wyoming primary. So it'll be interesting yes. to see whether uh, Liz uh, Cheney can... Of- yeah, hang on to her. Uh, there's, I, it's a foregone conclusion. I, we should have a moment of silence for Liz Oh, Cheney. shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. You know, it's funny. We were talking about how uh, some uh, folks like uh, Giuliani and Lindsey Graham are willing to lay down their careers. Uh, some uh, Yahoo red hats are willing to lay down their lives for Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, likewise, Liz Cheney laid down her career. 
mm-hmm. uh, to, to stand up for what's right. Uh, and even though we agree with her, disagree with her vehemently on so many things, uh, we we appreciate this. Is why I posted on my Twitter feed this week. Uh, the enemy of my enemy is Liz Cheney. <laughs> right. uh, you know, uh, and and so yeah, I'm sorry to see her go, uh, but that's go she will at the end of her term. Yeah, uh, she will certainly be around for the January sixth. Committee hearings that continue next month. In a two-party system, you want both of the parties to be cognizant of reality. (laughs) You know, if you've got one party that uh, is wrong on the issues, but also wrong when it comes to patriotism, wrong when it comes to politics, wrong when it comes to crime and the rule of law, that's a disaster waiting to happen because we all know this. We're on the precipice of disaster at any moment if the Trump Republicans continue to win. Well, you know what? The other side is always going to have ideas that we disagree with, and that's certainly the case with Liz Cheney. We long for those days again where we debated just that. Yes, but at least she's putting nation over party. At least Mm -hmm. she understands the rule of law, and at least she sees Donald Trump as the con man and criminal that he is. And that's an important distinction to make. Republicans are always going to be Republicans, no doubt about that. They're not going to suddenly agree with Democrats, otherwise we would just have a one-party system. So in that context, yes, she's wrong on all the issues, but she's right right when it counts, when it comes down to the super-duper important things that hold the republic together. And that's the important consideration. But back to this uh, IRS thing and the the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, we've heard the Republicans all week long talking about how uh, there are going to be, quote-unquote, 87,000 new IRS agents. Armed. Yes, and as if that wasn't bad enough, Brian Kilmeade said that the IRS is, quote, Joe Biden's new army that Mm -hmm. will, quote, hunt down and kill middle-class taxpayers that don't pay enough. This is something that Brian Kilmeade said in prime time in the most popular most viewed hour of Fox News programming all day long. That is a disaster waiting to happen. Right, because Republicans, Red Hats, Trump, uh, Yahoo's are are already fired up about the FBI raid, and now they hear falsely that 87,000 armed IRS agents are coming to their home Mm -hmm. uh, to kill them, for crying out loud. Uh, This is all some dumb folks need to hear. Uh, to to become violent themselves. That's right. And Ronna McDaniel, the chairwoman of the RNC, uh, tweeted, how long until Democrats send the IRS SWAT team after right, your you kid's go. lemonade stand? Bullshit. Yeah, the, the, yeah. See, that's the kind of shit that we, if you've got these people who will believe any horseshit that is ejaculated out of Donald Trump's mouth. No matter... No matter how preposterous, as right. is the case of the lemonade stand, for example, right. that's never going to happen. And yet uh, tens of millions of people will believe it. So what ends up happening is you get someone who's uh, who's refusing to pay their taxes, mm-hmm. who's one of these doomsday preppers or, you know, conspiracy theorist, a Q don't person. Recognize, don't recognize the authority of the United States government. Right. Militia guys and so on, weekend warriors, and et cetera. And they hear this sort of thing, of course they're going to arm up and they're going to be ready for any IRS agent who comes knocking at their door. That's why some IRS agents in the criminal division specifically have to be armed. 
because they're going up against people who are also armed. And it's why security has to be stepped up at IRS yes. buildings because uh, some of these yahoos are going to go for the nest. They're right. going to go for where they can get the most IRS agents. And by the way, little statistic here as far as the IRS uh, goes and, and the use of firearms, there mm-hmm. have been more accidental discharges of IRS <laughs> firearms than there have been actual intentional discharges I've, of I, I don't know about you, but I feel a lot better knowing that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just the accidents exceed yeah. the actual need I, to I use. Know. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's kind of a good news, bad news yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, no one's been injured in, in those accidental oh, oh, discharges. Okay. Well, that's, so, that's good. But they have to report that, and there have been more right. times in which the gun has accidentally <laughs> gone off in whatever context. Than they sure, are, because yeah, that's not what they do normally. Plus, no. of course, contrary to what Ronna McDaniel wrote, uh, there is no IRS sure. SWAT team, of course, and no, this fictitious entity will never pursue a child's lemonade stand because the IRS SWAT team doesn't exist, and the real-life IRS doesn't do things and, like this. And so. it never will. It's in, in no plan. Right. Uh, the 87,000 is a lie. The 87,000 armed is a lie. Yeah. It's all a lie, and it's preposterous. It's right. not going to happen. We're talking about 87,000 workers generally. There are yes. support staff. Well, there okay. are people like my mom, when my mom worked for the IRS, who wasn't an agent who was doing other tasks that are involved right. with you know, running an agency like that. It's right. obvious. And these 87,000 new employees are not there to be dropped into the IRS today. They're going to be phased in over the course of 10 years as IRS workers retire and quit their jobs or move to another department, uh, another agency, maybe somewhere Biden's, else in Treasury. Yeah, yeah. It's Biden's army of 87,000 armed IRS agents. Though. Yes. But, Nothing strikes fear in the heart of a still country than more than that. Yes, the bullshit keeps on rolling for sure. Bullshit. Yes. And uh, also, one thing that's really uh, going to be fun and interesting to see play out is that uh, Eric Hirschman has yes. been subpoenaed by uh, the the uh, uh, grand jury <laughs> investigating yeah. the January 6th right. attack. Right. You may have seen him uh, on the uh, January 6th hearings, uh, yes. the, the televised hearings. Uh, he's the one who had the little bat, the little justice bat hanging right. on the wall behind him, along with some weird sculptures. We learned uh, <laughs> from those excerpts that we heard Eric Hirschman speak, former White House lawyer, um, we, we we learned from those excerpts that he's not afraid to express his opinion. Yes. Uh, and that he doesn't mince words. Uh, we learned that although he hung, hung in there and and uh, probably was parts of things that he shouldn't have been part of, he, he was one of the people who kept warning Trump and, and uh, Mark Meadows, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, you're going to get, you yeah. guys, you're going to get us all in trouble. Uh, yes. That was that was Eric Hirschman. And so I think he will speak freely now, I know he will, for the uh, for the grand jury, and uh, he, he he can't claim attorney-client privilege there because we're talking about uh, criminal. It doesn't it doesn't apply when uh, the the statute being examined is fraud. Mm. Uh, there's there's no you know he, he in a criminal case he can't claim attorney-client privilege. And much like us, Buzz uh, Eric Hirschman is endowed with the gift of gab. And that's always a good thing when it comes to testifying before a grand jury. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yes. Godspeed, Eric Hirschman. All right. Uh, he'll pr- probably get a damn podcast now. <laughs> well, that's inevitable. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> they hand them out when you're born. I think that's I what know. happens. You, you, you come through the birth canal and they say, oh, hey, look, another one. Here's your microphone. You've got a podcast now. 
Um, so let's see here. One thing about local politics that I've been noticing, and I want to mention this here at the end of the show because I think it's super duper important. You know, my thing is uh, uh, focusing uh, attention on state and local politics whenever we can. Uh, maybe right. uh, uh, you know, maybe prioritizing that a little higher than we oh, have. We absolutely in the past. have to. As we've said before, the the threat to all of us right now is at the local level. Yeah. This is where our school boards are making bizarro rules for the schools, mm-hmm. yep. uh, whether it be masks or books or don't say gay, uh, that's where this is all happening. So local and state elections couldn't be more important. Yes, and in the context of local elections, seek out your county council members who support the idea of capping uh, rents, rent increases, rent controls, things like that, because this is going to become a more and more important uh, political football at the local level as time goes on, especially as uh, things shake out with the economy post-COVID. And part of the context of this is a story that came down the other day. It was reported in Bloomberg, the New York Times, CNN, Yahoo News, Washington Post. Rental costs in the United States are rising at their fastest pace in more than three decades, with the median rent surpassing $2,000 a month for the first time ever. That is enormous. Now, this is not a Joe Biden problem. This is not a Democratic Party problem at the national level. This is a local problem. This is a county politics problem. Yeah. County politics, that's where you solve this by applying rent controls, caps on how much rent can be increased year over year, how often rents can be increased over the course of a year. And I'll give you a good example here in Montgomery County. There's a council member at large named, uh, his last name is Juwando. And during the course of COVID, he has passed a couple of different laws that capped the rent increase here, capped it at anywhere between 0.4%, and and I think the latest one is 4.4%. That's the highest rent can go up with a new lease, if you're mm-hmm. renewing your lease, et cetera. And this so is that's a huge a, issue. Yeah. yeah, this is a huge issue uh, in the cities that make up uh, the, the the Florida Tampa Bay area. Yes, uh, and 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 I know it's a, a huge issue across the country, and uh, but local politics is very much involved in this. And local city and county councils are uh, beginning to address this issue because of the, the pressure being put upon them. Mm-hmm. And, and a little subtext to all of this is there's been a spate, I guess, of recently of. Uh, real estate companies, including Zillow, uh, <laughs> going around buying up uh, houses in neighborhoods yep. uh, and converting them to rentals and then charging insane rental prices. Wow. Do you know that Zillow and other real estate companies are even buying up trailer homes? Jesus. Trailer homes. They're buying up trailer homes. Why? Why would they ever? Because they can then jack up the rent. And this is happening. So whether you have a trailer or an apartment or a house or a condo or a townhouse or whatever, uh, if you're renting, you're screwed. And uh, local politics is, if anybody's going to address or can address this problem, it is, as Bob's pointed out, your local politicians. So what you need to do is lobby your local Democrats Vote for local Democrats who support things like this. Re-elect them. Elect them for the first time, if this is the first time they're up for election. Right. Do what you can locally to make this a possibility because so many people are getting uh, priced out of being able to rent apartments. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, exactly. And so consequently, I think you're seeing a lot of homelessness in places like Los Angeles, et cetera, where people, you know, there's not a... T- 
It's not a fucking choice. People don't choose to be homeless. They get edged out either by yes. the healthcare system. They get edged out by the uh, veterans affairs system. They get edged right. out by uh, exorbitant rents, especially, you know, San Francisco is a, is a great example of that where property values are so high right now across the country, housing values are going through the roof and consequently rents are going up with some of the reasons you were talking about too, Buzz, with uh, Zillow buying up these properties. And so this is an important local politics thing that we can all get behind. And I think we all should. This is something that I'm out on a limb on. I hope, I hope this kind of catches on. I think it will. Um, yes. I think it will. I think it has to because a lot of people are being pushed out. Uh, again, a side note, if I may, I was reading this morning about uh, uh, an apartment complex in, in uh, the Tampa Bay area that uh, is providing free housing for artists provided they teach art. Wow. Uh, and and so it's a way of you know it's always been more difficult for members of the art community mm -hmm. uh, or radio or podcasting to to succeed uh, you know to be able to to pay their bills uh, without some kind of uh, without some kind of help and this is a way for them to earn that help as it were and uh, I think it's kind of a kind of a good idea. So let's wrap up with some pretty good news here. There is a huge sure. possible COVID breakthrough, and this is one of the things that uh, Kimberly and I have been extra cautious. When when it comes to COVID, and I know so uh, some we. of our, yeah, you have, uh, some of our other friends have, Jody Hamilton in particular. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a game changer for us. This will, I think, allow us to, and I would say Kimberly and I are back to 80, 85% of our normal lifestyle. So it's not right, like good. we're still locked down or anything like that. But right. we're cautious about giant crowds and things like sure. that. Um, we're not going to be attending the sexy liberal show in D.C. Uh, ah. for that reason. But this is going to uh, break things wide open, I think, if it's actually approved. There is a new nasal spray. This is a something that will actually prevent you from getting COVID in the first place. An inoculation, yeah. Yes, yes. This is uh, coming out of the labs at UC Berkeley. They've created a nasal spray that can, can prevent and treat COVID, according to a press release from that lab. So far, the spray has been found effective against COVID-19 in mice. The spray can be used as a preventative measure to avoid contracting the virus at all. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, that is that enormous. See, yeah, they've been looking. They've been looking for a vaccine that would work. Uh, see, the COVID vaccines we've had to this point uh, mm. don't work like other vaccines do. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it, they've been working. Uh, these labs have been working on a new vaccine that that would, like other vaccines, prevent you from getting the disease. Mm -hmm. And uh, and this sounds like a breakthrough in that category. I'd look for more developments along this line. But this is very happy news. And yeah. of course, uh, Jill Biden is on our minds today as she is the latest in the White House to have contracted COVID nineteen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. the reason this is so encouraging is not just, obviously, from a personal point of view, right. but from a defeating COVID point of view, this is going to be, this is like the silver bullet because it cuts right mm -hmm. through several different things. One of them, first of all, you, you no longer get excuse makers who are afraid of getting a shot, who are afraid right. of needles and they don't want to get the vaccine because they're afraid of needles. That's eliminated Brilliant. right off the top. Yep. The other thing is uh, this will substitute for the no notion that 
Americans are at the point where we don't want to sacrifice anymore. We don't want to, you know, wear masks in crowded spaces. We don't want to right. do the right thing when it comes to making the personal sacrifices Clearly. involved in a pandemic. So consequently, science needs to step in and be the solution. And wow. this is the science that will be the solution. Fingers crossed, <laughs> because this still has to get approved by the FDA. Uh, they're still doing, they still have yet to do human tests, I believe. But this news is from uh, the 12th. So this is recent stuff. This is four days ago, this is reported. So hopefully, all the fingers and toes crossed that this will be effective and this will get approved and we can actually go forth and do this so we can all get back to normal life, right? Science, again, making life easier for lazy people. <laughs> That's exactly right. Lazy and selfish people. Yes, stubborn. Yes, stupid. we just can't do shit like this and it has been so disillusioning. Uh, I am, I'm not in that same disillusioned place. I was maybe earlier in the year. We've talked about this already right. and I'm, uh, I'm grateful to be in a more hopeful place. And, we all uh, are. There's a great, I think there's a great sense of relief over the last two Tuesdays that we've been doing these shows. Uh, we've had a lot to be encouraged and hopeful and optimistic about, yes. and we didn't have those things before. So I think a lot of us are feeling better now. Okay, so we've got the Shadow Docket coming up next on our Patreon page. We've done kind of an epic show today. <laughs> it's just I like one of those so. things where I was concerned. Did I get all the news listed here on my cheat sheet? And I guess the answer to that question is yes. Uh, Delightful. Gotta, this yeah. is the best show we've ever done. <laughs> By the way, happy 30th anniversary to the Larry Sanders show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, premiered 30 years ago. I believe it was yesterday. One of the greatest half-hour sitcoms. Where, I don't even want to categorize it as a sitcom because it was there were dramatic elements to it. There were obviously funny elements to it. It was its own genre that started a whole bunch, launched a bunch of other TV shows that were very, mm -hmm. very similar to that, from Curb Your Enthusiasm to The Office and right. so on. Just a, a groundbreaking show and one of the funniest of all time. Yeah, if you want to binge watch something from the late 90s, I urge you to start with uh, the Larry Sanders oh, show. I think it's timeless. I think you'll yeah. laugh no matter what. In so many ways, it informed my view of the entertainment business that I would later <laughs> come Accurately. to be a part yeah. of. Yeah, it's accurate. It's true. It very much is accurate. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to the Larry Sanders show. All right. Um, let's see. Coming up next on the Shadow Docket show on our Patreon page. By the way, bobseskashow.com. Sign up for $5 a month. And you get the Shadow Docket shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, all the rest of the news that didn't fit into the free portion of the show, we shove into the uh, Shadow Docket. Uh, got some disturbing news about the climate, but hopefully we'll be able to uh, sidestep that with some further action on top of the Inflation Reduction Act. And let's see what else. Um, interesting poll question about ballot measures. I want to talk about that, too. Plus, uh, a word about Newsweek. I got to say something about Newsweek coming up here. And uh, some good news about a product that's going to be sold over the counter. We'll talk about that too. Well, that's a lot of stuff for us to cover in the yeah. shadow docket. Whole lot more to come. See you over there, folks. Bye bye.